This week on the Iowa Watch Connection. I've uh, started my LinkedIn account, gotten my resume put together, and um, really been trying to network. It's never too early to start looking for a job. We're looking for confident, qualified, educated, um, energetic young people who are willing to serve. But hurdles are in the way for some. That 21.4% of these students did not even know how to look for a job. The outlook for job seekers, young and old, our topic this week. The Iowa Watch Connection is presented by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism. Online at iowawatch.org. Here is Jeff Stein. It may seem like the spring semester at college campuses just started, and it did. But students have an eye already toward graduation, whether coming up in a few months or more than a year away. The pressure to secure a good job or to begin a career in the right way starts young and continues into retirement. We'll hear about methods to help job seekers of all ages later in this program. But first, we focus on first-time job seekers. The executive director and editor of the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, Lyle Muller, has our story. It's a February job fair at Iowa State University, one of many taking place on college campuses each year during the late winter and into spring. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. My name is Mike Burvey. I'm a senior in journalism. In this instance, the university's Greenlee School of Journalism and Communication is trying to help students get internships and jobs. Iowa Watch is there seeking summer reporting interns. But a lot of jobs other than one in journalism exist at this fair. Public relations, marketing, sales, business management. These are good fits for the job market. Forbes magazine reported last year that the number one job for graduates coming out of college was account management, notably in marketing and accounting. Connor Keenan, a senior from Perry preparing for graduation with a major in advertising, was looking for any job he could get on the creative side. He thought his prospects of getting a job were decent. I, I, think, I think there's a lot of people uh, going out of advertising, and I think uh, advertising is changing quite a bit uh, as far as the, the different types of media and, and technology and, and ways of that nature. So I think there's a lot of opportunities there. Uh, as far as necessarily my prospects of getting one, I'm not real sure. My name is Celeste Welshans. I am a senior. I'm from Newton, Iowa, and I am interested in managing bands as they tour the world. What have you done to prepare for that? Well, I'm getting a degree in management here at Iowa State. I'm also getting a minor in music technology so that I could hopefully understand exactly what it is they're trying to do in their process. And I've started kind of looking around at some smaller bands here in Ames to see what they might need from me. What do you think your job prospects are? I think they're probably pretty slim, which is why I decided to just go ahead and get a double major and prepare for an almost inevitable failure on that half. A backup plan is helpful. So are specific skills, the kind that might seem old hat to business veterans, but new for people entering the job market from college. The ability to work well in teams, especially with co-workers who are different than you, leads the Association of American Colleges and Universities' top 10 skills employers seek from college graduates. Second on that list, understanding science and technology and how it relates to the real world a trait that mirrors Forbes magazine's number two job for 2016 college graduates. 
software engineering, which the magazine said can pay a median annual salary of $80,000. The rest of the list is expected, being able to write and speak clearly, especially about complex problems, and to analyze problems with an eye toward producing solutions. We are looking for confident, qualified, educated, um, energetic young people who are willing to serve. That's Danya Harvey, AmeriCorps VISTA leader from the state's Volunteer Iowa office in Des Moines. You know, um, being here and going to Drake and g- meeting the students, um, they have been ready to come to the table to talk. Um, a lot of them have been very confident. I've even received um, business cards from students, so I was very impressed by that. So I think that they're ready. Chandler Faldet, who runs an Ankeny online marketing business called Faldet Marketing, was recruiting interns at the Iowa State University job fair. He was looking for candidates who have skills with technology, such as the online content presentation system WordPress and with Photoshop. But he also was looking for people with an ability to use those programs creatively. Other part of it would be um, what their background is. If they're in um, a marketing background or advertising background, that's important because uh, what I have with well, a job that I'm that I'm uh, having an internship for is um, is a marketing type of an internship. So, do students seem to be prepared for this? I would say for the most part, no. Uh, from digital marketing, I don't know if there's. Um, just a, a little bit of a lack of training um, in the classroom. Faldet said keeping up with quickly changing technology and innovative ways to use it can be difficult in academia, where classroom curriculum doesn't always change rapidly. Here's Jim Sosinski, an Iowa State University junior from Van Meter. He has another year to prepare for what he hopes is a job in customer service, sales, marketing, or other business operations but he already is trying to put his name before prospective employers. Well, I've started networking with potential employers. Um, I've gone to a couple job or career fairs, and I've uh, started my LinkedIn account, gotten my resume put together, and um, really been trying to network and figure out exactly what sort of uh, job I want to do. I know I want to go into something with business because I really have a passion for business, but the exact discipline in business, um, I'm still trying to figure out. Connor Keenan was facing more urgency as his senior year was winding down. I have uh, looked over my resume, uh, combed over just uh, everything that I need uh, as far as, you know, um, what, what, like, uh, what, what I need for my internship, uh, what kind of career I need to be going into, uh, how... Uh, what like which companies are looking for what uh, and what of my uh, skills they could use. And Iowa Watch Executive Director and Editor Lyle Muller joins me now. This has been a topic that obviously students and parents have been concerned about and a topic that the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism has reported on over time. For those of us who don't have children in college and may not be aware, how severe is the problem? Well, it depends on the field that you're going into, Jeff. There are some fields that we've reported on in the past where it's difficult to get a job, and those would be in the arts. If you're a theater major, it's difficult to get a theater job. But on the other hand, Forbes magazine last year did a report on some of the top jobs that were coming out of college, and they were an account manager, especially in marketing and advertising, or a software engineer 
Customer service and administrative assistance rank high up there, too, as far as getting jobs. So it depends on what you're going into. The thing to remember is customer service might pay some something like $35,000 median, but a software engineer will pay around $80,000, according to the Forbes report. The problem is not everybody is adept at being a software engineer. And that's one of the problems is that even if you do due diligence as you go into college to try to match your skill set and interests with a field that could lead to employment, the situation could be changed by the time you get out of college. A lot can happen in four years, but with the tech boom that's been happening recently, a lot of technology jobs are ranking up there high as far as what people are looking for. And again, it all gets down to whether you're interested in that and whether you have some skills in there. Technology jobs aren't for everybody. Typically, you think of the West Coast, Silicon Valley, as an area where high-tech has been developed, but increasingly, some of these companies are coming to Iowa Does that potentially open the door for companies to operate at a lower cost and help us keep some of our good talent here at home? Well, that certainly is a possibility, and tech jobs exist in Iowa. But some of the things that come into play when people are looking for jobs might not necessarily be what jobs are available, but according to one of the investigations that Iowa Watch has done in previous years, how much debt you have. So debt, we have learned, has dictated how some people look for jobs. We talked with some people in previous investigations who might be looking for a job, and if they had a lot of debt, they needed a higher-paying job, and so then that's the tech jobs, or people who did not have a lot of debt, and they felt like they could take a lower-paying job, get into something they were more skilled for or more wanted to be into, and didn't have to worry about it. They could take a lower-paying job, work their way up the ladder in that profession, so certainly debt had a lot to do with that as well, as much as the availability of certain jobs in Iowa. It once was the case that you could work part-time on weekends and in summers and earn enough money so that you could virtually pay for college or walk away with very little debt. That's not the case now. It's just simply not possible. I know I met with some high school students this past fall, and to a person, their biggest concern about college was the debt load. In the reporting that Iowa Watch has done, do we find students being very cognizant of the debt load And is it something they're very concerned about as it pertains to their future? You know, some have been and some haven't been. So you can have a range of people in our reporting, for example, of people with no debt all the way up to $60,000 and above with debt. And it all depends on your attitude. One of the years that we have done investigations into debt and job uh, searches for graduates, we've learned that Students who have a lot of debt weren't worried about getting a job so much because they figured one would happen, while as people who did not have a lot of debt uh, were able to get jobs and just move into things. And I think a little bit of attitude comes into play there. Average college debt for someone graduating from a regent university in recent years has been around the $28,000 mark, 
and for private not-for-profit four-year colleges and universities around the $31,000 mark. So that's a lot. A real key for college graduates when you mention jobs, Jeff, is getting internships for experience. That's what we hear in our investigations people need, that you have to go out and get some internships, get some experience, and then that's going to help launch you into a job. And by the way, it's not just one internship. It could be up to three or four internships that you need so that you have the experience that employers are seeking. Lyle Muller, thanks. When we come back, an Iowa workforce development professional talks about prospects for job seekers of all ages. That's next as the Iowa Watch Connection continues. Support for the Iowa Watch Connection comes from the Iowa Insurance Division's Iowa Fraud Fighters Program. This statewide initiative educates Iowans on how to double-check before they invest and shield their savings from scammers. Thousands of Iowans have attended fraud fighter forums across the state to learn about new scams circulating in their area and how to stay a step ahead of fraudsters. Learn how to fight fraud and why it is important to report scams at iowafraudfighters.gov. The Iowa Watch Connection radio program is part of a statewide audience engagement project organized by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, an independent, nonprofit, nonpartisan news organization. The center is dedicated to producing high-quality investigative and community affairs journalism in Iowa, while also training journalism students to do this work at a high ethical level. The center is found online at iowawatch.org. Welcome back to the Iowa Watch Connection. I'm Jeff Stein. Deborah Hodges Harmon is a team lead, lead staff member with Cedar Valley Iowa Works Region 7 of Iowa Workforce Development, who has been involved in assisting a variety of constituencies enhance career opportunities. What are some unique challenges that upcoming college graduates are going to be facing as they look to enter the job market? I think the most unique challenge is the lack of skills and the lack of experience that many college graduates or just non-college graduates will be facing as they enter into the job market within the next couple of years. The market doesn't necessarily require college education anymore, so there are a lot of short-term schooling that's available that can direct them into very, very beneficial or very um, economically sound work opportunities. And I don't know if the young people these days are prepared or have the knowledge to be able to know that. Where should they go then in order to get the knowledge they need to begin a job search with the full information available? On Monday, January 23rd, Governor Terry Branstad and our Lieutenant Governor announced the rollout of a website that's called Future Ready Iowa. And the goal of the Future Ready Iowa initiative is for 70% of Iowa to have education or training beyond the high school year by the year 2025. 
That website is designed to help high school students and graduates, undergrads and graduates at Iowa who are unemployed or underemployed to become more educated, have more training, and to lead them into their career path to meet Iowa's skill gap, the skill gap that is currently occurring in Iowa at the present time. Do we find that this gap in terms of jobs that are available versus people who are skilled or trained for those jobs, is this gap getting wider and wider as we continue to look toward a four-year higher education as the path as opposed to simply one of many paths? Iowa has one of the lowest unemployment rates in the nation, 3.8% currently. While skilled jobs account for over half of the employment in the statewide labor market, there are only about 33% of all workers necessarily who have skills to fill these jobs, and that's the gap we need to have in Iowa's labor demand. So we also want to start recruiting in other areas such as veterans and minority hiring. I know the governor has um, just recently um, given up three new initiatives. One would be veteran hiring, one would be minority hiring, and one would also be hiring for what we call re-entry citizens or individuals with background issues. Are there certain segments of the population that are finding it harder to find employment appropriate to their interests? In other words, do we have older people, younger people with college degrees? Is there a certain cohort that is, if you will, unemployed or underemployed more than another? We currently, I, I again, have been, um, along with the co-worker of mine, Michelle Clark, have been asked to sit on Mayor Hart, the Mayor of Waterloo's, um, Waterloo Youth Job Steering Committee, and the purpose of that committee is to identify um, youth hiring, uh, employment for youth between the ages of 16 and 19, regardless of, a, regardless of income or any other demographics. So when we did that, we did two surveys to kind of figure out where, where, what is that looking like for us. And so when we surveyed employer, when we surveyed the young people, which 333 responded from the three high schools, East Waterloo, West Waterloo, and Expo, their barriers for them for obtaining employment was 50% of them had to deal with schoolwork. 28% had to deal with transportation issues. 23% talked about just work experience. And this number was a little bit surprising to me that 21.4% of these students did not even know how to look for a job. So when we went back and surveyed the employers, which we had 58 employers to respond, barriers for them for hiring individuals 16 through 19 was their desire to work, that they had very low work ethics, that limited hours and schedules were a problem, that many of them were not qualified, and that um, they lacked leadership, discipline, and just lacked that, that they just were not interested in the opportunities that presented themselves. So when I think about the survey and what we're trying to do on the steering committee is to help identify that we have got to start at a very young, younger age in high school 
to provide short-term training, um, training in the school districts, um, work opportunities that um, would pique their interest. One of the largest job growth areas between 2014 and 2024 are in the following areas, healthcare, retail trade, education, finance and insurance, construction, administrative support, and waste management. These are our work opportunities that necessarily does not require a four-year degree. When you go and review the fact of what a four-year degree and what those individuals are most interested in, we're talking about registered nurses, accountants and auditors, elementary school teachers, computer system analysis, community and social services um, um, specialists. When you look at the, the difference in that, I think we have to think as employers and employees that the requirements for, for what I want to do as an individual is totally different than that of when me, when I was coming up, the direction was I had to go and get a four-year degree in order for me to be successful or considered to be successful in the workforce. There are so many opportunities with short-term training and, um, you know, on-the-job training and apprenticeships that allows that same level of skill building, upskilling, to be able for these individuals that who don't want to go to a four-year college to now be able to earn a very, benef a very lucrative income for them and their family. When we look at that, when you go back to what the governor and lieutenant governor has rolled out as far as um, Future Ready Iowa website, you go on that website and it helps them to help determine career building, resume building, what career tracks are best, are lucrative for them, just training, short-term training, and helping them to identify their career tracks. So there's a lot of supports out there. I think right now, one of the barriers may be is a lack of people knowing or having that information. Deborah Hodges Harmon of Cedar Valley Iowa Works, Region 7 of Iowa Workforce Development. And that brings us to the end of this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. In the meantime, you can connect with us online, iowawatch.org. Click on the Iowa Watch Connection tab at the top of the page to listen to all or part of this program again for a list of stations that carry the program and more, iowawatch.org. I'm Jeff Stein. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you'll make the Iowa Watch Connection again next week. The Iowa Watch Connection is a copyrighted presentation of the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, which is solely responsible for its content. For more information about the center, including how you can contribute so high-quality investigative and community affairs journalism and student training can continue, go online, iowawatch.org.